Welcome to my podcast, Midlife with Courage, where my goal is to inspire you, a woman who wants to step outside of her comfort zone and live an amazing life. I'm Kim Benoy. I'll share my experiences, stories, and interviews with other amazing women that are meant to help you take those first steps towards something fantastic. So let's not wait another minute to get started. Well, yes, it is the holidays coming, but my other favorite time of the year, the Soul Planner is ready for you to order. As of yesterday, the 24th of October, the Soul Planner is now available for you to order to get your 2023 started off right. I love this planner. It lets you figure out your goals for the whole year. You break it down into quarters and months, and then as you go through the year, even by the weeks, it's amazing. And one little extra fun fact is that I was one of the people that helped not create it, but I helped edit it and gave feedback on what I thought. And it was a really fun opportunity for me to kind of influence something that I love to use. So if you want to get your soul planner, go to my website to the resources page and scroll down a little bit and you'll find the link to purchase it through me. Disclaimer, I do get a little bit of a financial reward for that, but it doesn't cost you any more. So get your soul planner today, guys. Bye-bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Midlife with Courage. I am Kim Benoit, your host, and I am so happy that you're here. Today, I have a wonderful guest. Uh, Her name is Ruthie Mund. Welcome to the podcast, Ruthie. Thank you. Ruthie has a wonderful story that I wanted to share with all of you. She, well, I'll let her introduce herself first, and then we'll just kind of jump into that. So Ruthie, if you want to just tell us who you are and what you're doing right now, where are you in the world? And we'll go from there. Okay. Well, Kim, it was really nice to meet you too. Um, I live in Blaine, Minnesota. I have my own business. I'm retired. I love to garden. I love to do quilting. I lead, you know, some groups at our church. Where I am in the world right now is I'm actually living my dream, I think, Kim, because um, I feel so blessed that I've been totally victorious over this cancer thing. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, let's get into that. Um, How long ago were you diagnosed? And tell us that story. Sure. Um, It was 13 years ago, actually, it was in April of 09. In fact, it was Good Friday. I I had noticed a lump on my breast. So I went in to have it checked and they said, yeah, it's cancer. And uh, they they diagnosed it with a biopsy, of course. And and they said, um, it's actually aggressive stage three breast cancer, fast moving. And uh, you know, of course, they wanted me to do the chemo and the radiation and all that. But I said no to them because I had heard a man speak the January before on how he beat cancer by alkalizing his body. And that really resonated with me. So I just said no to all the chemo, the radiation. And they were very aggressive with me, trying to get me to listen to them. And I remember my daughter offered to go to a, a doctor appointment with me and we did go to one and 
uh, I just told my daughter, I said, honey, there is no way I'm going to poison and burn my body when I'm already in a difficult situation here. I'm, I'm going to just use prayer and use good health practices. I got to change my lifestyle. I knew because I had heard that seminar, I knew the minute I was diagnosed that I had to say, okay, no more sugar, no more coffee, no more flour, because I knew my job now was to alkalize my body using food, which I was able to do. Yeah. And did your doctors just, you said they were aggressive about your decision. Were they saying, nope, you have to do it our way or no way? Or what was that like? Well, they just said, uh, if you don't do what we say, you may not live more than six or nine months. And I said, hey, I'm fine with good quality of life. Uh, I don't really want to be tortured and burned. And so, yeah. you know, they kept trying to get me to, to listen. And it was difficult for my children because my two daughters, their dad is a doctor. Uh, but the son that my husband, Della, and I had together, Ben, he was more supportive of me in fact in the fact that he did more research and he understood what I was trying to do whereas the the two girls weren't but it's okay you know it's I'm pretty stubborn when I once make up my mind <laughs> to do something and I didn't care what they said or what they did I knew what I needed to do and I knew that by the stripes of Jesus I was healed 2,000 years ago I knew Jesus died of a very horrible death for me to be whole and healthy and mm -hmm. so my faith really helped sure. you know I said my healing scriptures three times a day every day <laughs> and I know God watches over his word and he performs it you know yes. so yes so tell us more about that alkalizing your body um, you said you cut out sugar coffee flour yes well, Kim, you know, you can get food lists, you know, some foods will cause an alkaline response in your body, some foods will cause an acid response. If you're a typical American, on the standard American diet, you probably have an acid condition in your body. And by getting rid of uh, that and having an alkaline environment, you can get rid of heart disease, inflammation of all kinds, arthritis, and of course, cancer too. So I got pH strips and I started testing my urine and I, I ate 80% veggies and then some kind of protein like nuts or whatever until I saw what I wanted to see on that pH strip. Um, but I also did a lot of reading. I had a lot of books that I read. One of them is called Healing Cancer from the Inside Out by Mike Anderson. I also read Ben Lerner's book, uh, Maximize Living. Uh, Dr. Pampa's book, The Cellular Healing Diet. You know, there's so much wonderful information out there, Kim, mm -hmm. on how to heal your body with God-made food. Oh my goodness. You know, yeah. I wish the world knew what I do, what I know, because it's great information. Right. Yeah. And the older I get, the more I realize, of course, I should be eating healthier, but now I know why I should be eating healthier. Oh yeah, for good health, what we feed our bodies, our bodies reacts to. So this, to me, this makes sense about feeding your body the proper nutrition when something's yeah. not right. Absolutely, absolutely. I, when I was in high school, I watched my mom beat diabetes by just a complete lifestyle change. I watched her go from a 22 and a half size dress to down to a 12 
in a half-size dress, and she lived many, many years, way into her 90s, without ever any trouble with diabetes, never took insulin, nothing like that. So Amazing. yeah, Amazing. it's so real. It's so real. Yeah. So how long did it take, like once you started changing what you ate and, um, you know, keeping an alkaline status in your body, how long, then what, then what happened? How did you know things were going the right way? Or did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know because I didn't want to go back to the doctor because I knew what they'd do to me. But I know I, I knew uh, I kept feeling better and better. I never did feel bad. I just kept feeling better and better. And uh, one time I was kind of feeling like I was losing the battle. Um, I had gone to Texas to be with my sister when her son died and um, didn't, I ran out of some of the supplements I was taking. She didn't understand my diet and I had really had a hard time finding the right foods. Mm. And uh, so when I got back from that, I felt really depleted and I thought, man, this is not going the right direction. So a friend of mine told me about a board certified naturopath who really helped me a lot. And I always say he saved my life because he, he proceeded to cleanse all my organs. We started in my stomach. We got rid of H. pylori you know, my small intestine, my large intestine, I had uh, leaky gut syndrome from the genetically modified grains I had been eating mm -hmm. before I had any common sense about food. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. Now I look at food like that and I go, that is not food, that's poison. So thank you very much. No, thank you. Uh, but, um, you know, for the longest time, I just ate whatever seemed fast and convenient. But um, I, that board certified naturopath, really fine-tuned what I had been trying to do and uh, so it's a lifestyle for me here I am 13 years later Kim and I still eat the same way I do mm -hmm. not eat much I when I cook like I just had some rhubarb dessert for lunch hey it's uh -huh. delicious but I didn't use wheat flour I didn't use genetically modified flour I used um, a gluten-free flour with uh, almond meal for the crust I used stevia instead of sugar mm -hmm. and it's the most delicious rhubarb dessert you'll ever eat nobody would be deprived eating that are you kidding me yeah. but i don't use sugar and i don't use flour to this day and i probably yeah. never will was it hard though to go from eating the foods you shouldn't eat to the ones that you know you should uh hard didn't enter my mind because i was determined uh, uh i knew what i had to do and i did it and yeah, I drank some pretty snarly potions from Dr. Brist when I was doing those <laughs> cleanses. Oh, oh my sure. God, the stuff I did, but I didn't think about, is it hard? I just knew it was necessary and I had to do it. Yeah. But I don't feel deprived, not in any way at all. I was thrilled because I watched myself go from 162 pounds down to 124. Mm. and I kept feeling better and better I mean how could you be sad when you see the results like that and truly my body really liked what I was feeding it it's just that it was kind of different for me that's all yeah 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 when you're used to eating a certain way your whole life and then you have to change it your body's probably like wait oh okay <laughs> good yeah like, finally she's catching on here yeah no, I'm just kidding uh, but no I I didn't think about whether it was hard. I just knew if I wanted to live, I had to do it. Yeah, so. well, that's very good motivation. <laughs>
very good motivation. And then I had a point to prove, you know, I wanted to prove that it could be done this way. And mm-hmm. so, you know, me. Yeah. yeah, that's good, though. It, it, I would say you're courageous as well to, to stand up to what they wanted you to do. And, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. And, and you said, nope, I'm doing this. Thank um, you. Yeah. Holy so, Lord, that helped me. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I think you told me you had surgery to remove it. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. In uh, December of 10. So what happened is I went to Michigan because my mom had passed away and we were sorting things at her house. I got exhausted and overtired and I ended up going to the emergency room. And okay, so here they are looking at me for the first time in a year and a half since the last thing. And um, they were up in arms. Oh my gosh, you've done nothing. And they did a probably an x-ray or something where they could see that it was large. The tumor was larger. Mm-hmm. Well, I knew in my mind, my, my body had encapsulated it and it didn't shock me that it was larger. It made total sense to me, but they were all up in arms and they talked to my sister and got her all nervous and so everybody said, you've gone all this time with no treatment at all, you know, shame on you, da, 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 da. And I thought, hey, you call what I've been doing, no treatment. <laughs> that, was, that was probably the best thing I could have been doing. But anyway, yeah. one of my natural doctors said to me, Ruth, you know, part of your healing is the climate you have to live around. And if all the people around you are fearful and uptight, that is just going to affect your immune system in a negative way. Why don't you just have you know, have it out and be done with it and, and just don't worry about it. And I thought, well, you know what, that is common sense because my kids were worried. My husband had had a talk with them. No, let mom do it. It's her body. Let her do what she wants to do with her own body. But I could tell everybody was a little nervous about this. Sure. <laughs> sure. Of course. Yeah. I wanted just a lump back to me, but they, the surgeon said, no, no, we got to do a mastectomy. Okay. So then when the surgery is over, they're all giddy and happy. Oh, it came out just like a plum or a pear. Or, I mean, a grape. It was so easy. The margins were fabulous. And I'm just going, whatever. Don't brag to me about your stupid surgery. If you would have done a lumpectomy, I'd be way happier. Yeah, so you did all the work. work. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I did. And, you know, it's okay. I don't yeah. mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you are cancer free. I think so. I go in every other year and I let them do my, my blood work. I don't ever hear the word cancer free. And in my mind, once you've had cancer, there could still be cancer cells there. So I would never be the kind of person that would say, Oh yeah, now I'm healthy. I think I'll just eat peppermint bonbons the rest of my life. No. Uh, this will be a lifestyle for me and I love the lifestyle I have no joint pain I feel fantastic and people think I look younger than I really am so can we say how old you are I'm 74 you're 74 and you are amazing you are so busy and you do so much Um, I know you raised a family and tell us about what you did after you know, you spent your time being a mom. And then what, what did you do after that? I've owned my own business since 1969. I've always been independently employed. I did teach school for a year and a half, but uh, 
I love sales. When I found out I couldn't put scriptures on the board as a teacher, I was so disenchanted with the teaching profession. And this was back in the early 70s. I just thought I'll, I'll spend my life doing things where I have the right to say what I think about things. And um, so I've been in direct marketing all those years. And now I'm part of a company called Neora. And little did I know, I've been with that company 10 years now. I started in May of 12. So yeah, it's about exactly 10 years, Kim. But when that company started, it started with an accidental discovery. But our founder said, uh, I want to make this the best anti-aging company ever. And we're going to have a variety of products. And I've watched them come out with more and more wonderful things. And now we're in you know, we're in the space of wellness. We do hair care, skin care. I always say anti-aging for the face, the body, the hair, and the mind. We have a brain supplement that's phenomenal. But um, uh -huh. so what I've been doing is just building my business and helping people. I also teach a class once a month. Uh, it's called Let Food Be Your Medicine. And I just teach people what I, what I learned in this journey because I want the whole world to know what I know. Right. A lot, yeah. a lot of people aren't interested and I'm not looking for those people, but the people who want to know, I want to be a resource for them, you know? Yeah. And so tell me about those classes. Do you go to their homes or do they come to you or how does that work? Well, I've done it many ways. I did it at Rasmussen College for a while. I did it at the co-op in Anoka for a while. I, right now I'm doing them in my home. I'm also scheduled to do some in, for moms groups in churches. I'm always looking for someone who would like to host uh, a presentation that I would do. I, usually, I have like an hour and a half of content and I usually break it into three classes. Oh, okay. Traditionally, I always cook supper for whoever comes and uh, teach them how I, how I eat just by showing them how I eat. So okay. that's really fun, yeah. Yeah, but I have a PowerPoint and I go through the main points and it's kind okay. of fun. That does sound like fun. Yeah. <laughs> so how many people in one class can you do? Oh, it just depends. When I was at the college, we had a pretty big size crowd. I bet. Um, yeah. And, and I never would know. So I'd make food and I'd say, now kind of don't take everything, you know, just take a taste. <laughs> and we always had food left over, you know. Oh, sure. So. Uh, but you know, six, eight, 10, 12, how many ever? Yeah, it okay. however many can if, fit around your table, huh? Sure. And if it's a big group, I may only make a healthy snack or I may only make a healthy dessert, um, you know, just depending. So I'll do any size group that people want, really. Yeah. Very cool. Um, I just love that. And I think it, you're right. People do need to know about that and hear about that. And from someone who's actually lived it. You can listen to somebody online or, you know, read a book or whatever, but I'd like that personal touch that you've lived it and you've had success with it. I'm thankful. And I, it is totally the grace of God. And I'm just, I'm just so tickled pink. And, you know, I'm really happy about something else, Kim. I see wellness becoming more and more uh, built upon more and more people are disenchanted with the medical profession, the way it's handled. Mm -hmm. And I see wellness making a real comeback. And I think that's so important. Oh yeah, I've noticed that too. <laughs> Back in the 50s, you know, they did a big cleansing. They wanted to get all their competition run out of Dodge. That's when the Gershwin uh, clinics got ran out to Germany and they 
tried to make every chiropractor sound like a quack. And, you know, my auntie who just died to her dying day, she thought for sure, if you let a chiropractor touch you, your back would be ruined for life. Oh no. (laughs) Because people, they, they did a pretty thorough campaign to get rid of, you know, and when I say they, I mean, pharma, big pharma, they, they wanted to get rid of their competition, but here we are how many years later? And I guess it didn't work very well, did it? Right, right. There are things that we do need from, you know, certain medications and some people have to have them. So I don't want to say, no, don't ever go to the doctor, but I think we should use what we've learned about the natural ways of treating ourselves too um, and leaning on them more than yes. that other stuff. Well, and when you think about the Rockefellers who started all this, they went and found all these old home remedies and then went in a laboratory and tried to reproduce them. That's how it started. And I think it's great when you need a certain thing that you can buy a drug to, uh, to pump it up. You know, I'm not against that. I don't right. mean to disrespect that completely. You right. Know. Yeah, so, yeah. Right. Yeah. I just think we need to know that there's more tools than just those tools. Yes, you know, I agree. Yeah, the essential oils, the plant-based diet and plant-based other products and things, they have a place too, and they need to have a bigger place than they do or than they have. So yes, yes. So yeah, I think you're right. I think people are realizing that things are changing. Well, and there's so much great information out now. And, uh, you know, that's why I love my company so much. It's very clean. We are clean plus performance oriented. And there, there are other companies too that are just great in that. Mm-hmm. And boy, we want to take advantage of that. And I like that you mentioned essential oils too, of course, because that's what I do. And just making things out of essential oils, like different products for me, I'm having fun with that and trying. I've been working a lot with menopausal women and or perimenopausal and hot flashes. Okay, here's some peppermint spray. You know, use that instead of your whatever. But there, there you go. You know, stuff like that. I just think that's, I really hope things are turning around to that, those types of um, avenues. So, oh, me too. Me yeah. too, Kim. Yeah. So, Ruthie, if um, someone wants to find you to maybe take Let Food Be Your Medicine class, how would they reach you? They can call me. Should I give them my phone number, Kim? If you would like to, I can put it in the show notes too. So, either- sure. Um, yeah, 612-875-1188. Or you can email me at Ruthie Mund, R-U-T-H-I-M-U-N-D dot at gmail.com. I also have a Facebook uh, page called Ruthie Mund Wellness. R-U-T-H-I-M-U-N-D-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S. And you can see some of my old videos on there, things that I've uh, done in past classes. You'll see that my hair looks different because they're pretty old videos. (laughs) (laughs) Info is still the the same. Good information, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Would you ever like write a book or do anything like that to kind of spread this information? Actually, I probably don't picture myself wanting to do that i'm not interested in that at this time yeah it it could happen but right now no yeah i like what you're doing i think i just you're you're on social media and i got you on instagram too here yeah there you go are you still doing that the instagram yeah 
once yeah. in a while. <laughs> we'll have to have another session on that. Um, oh, Kim, my favorite is face-to-face, belly-to-belly. That's yeah. that's drive. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So if you are in the Minnesota, Wisconsin area, you need to meet Ruthie. We met through a BNI group, a networking group. And so if you are a BNI member, look her up because she is awesome and do a one-to-one with her. So um, Ruthie, thank you so much for being on this podcast. I really appreciate you being here today. Kim, I'm really honored you even thought of me. I mean, my goodness, thank you. I've yeah. loved it. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, well, you are a perfect example of a midlife courageous woman. So you have you had to be on here. <laughs> thank you so much. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. You've been listening to Midlife with Courage, and I hope that you've been inspired and motivated to live your amazing life. I'm Kim Benoit, and I want you to live every moment. For more inspiration and motivation, check out my website, www.midlifewithcourage.com. You can read more about my story and find links to more great information. Take care of your beautiful self, and I'll talk to you soon.